allow the soothing music and uplifting affirmations to center your heart and mind in an awareness of God's love. Wake up, my dear sinners, wake up from your deep rest. Won't you say your prayers and know that you are blessed? I love you, oh, but Jesus loves you the best. And I hope that you choose your own religion. Hello, my dear, dear sinners. Welcome to the 2016 Welcome to Choose Your Own Religion. Uh, this is the show where me and a guest talk about what we grew up with as far as religion goes, and then we make up our own religion, a brand new one each week. And uh, I'm really excited to have Kieran Duell on the show this week. Kieran is a stand-up I've known for a long time. She's super funny, super just super intelligent, um, really great conversations that we've, we've always had, and so I wanted her to get on early on this show. Uh, Kieran hosts a show at UCB Franklin called Dirt. She co-hosts that with Emily Maya Mills. She's uh, basically it's a show where comedians are supposed to tell secrets and stories they've never told before, and audience members also text in uh, things that they want to get off their chest, their dirt. Uh, it's a really cathartic show, and um, that that type of honesty is part of what made me want to get into comedy in the first place, and that's part of why I can be such a little little sad sack sometimes. Because the sad shit's sometimes the real shit. I can't control it. I we all wish we could just program away all that stuff, but it's not always possible, you know. Um, so anyway, Kieran's great. I'm so excited to have her on. She grew up Sikh. I didn't know much about Sikhism going into this, other than they're super peaceful and often mistaken for Muslims. And as many of you know, I grew up uh, the son of a Presbyterian minister. And it's just interesting all of the points of commonality that we can have from where we grew up and also from where we are now in relation to all of that. Uh, two quick notes. I did have to, to chop off something that we talked about right before what you'll hear uh, because it was personally identifying to somebody who's not even a comedian. So they really did not ask to be a part of a, a public internet discussion. And so it, it doesn't really matter to the rest of the conversation. But just so you know, that's there's a weird little reference early on. Uh, the other thing is that this is the first time having a new setup, and I, I thought I'd tested and fully vetted it and smoothed it out, but you can hear some some weird idiosyncrasies. Don't think it really matters for the conversation, but that that's just the explanation for it. And uh, other than that, ready to get the show started. 2016 is the year for me of fun and not giving a shit what anybody thinks. But I hope you like the show. I hope you subscribe on Stitcher, iTunes, uh, like the page on Facebook, follow me on Twitter. All that stuff would be cool. Uh, go see Dirt. Follow Kieran on Twitter. And... Uh, and yeah, as it was in 2015 on Choose Your Own Religion, forever it shall be in 2016 on Choose Your Own Religion, Ja Rule. How long yeah. are you aiming for? Uh, I've been, you know, we've been going an hour and a half. I, I got maybe more of an hour or so. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I think the reason I'm asking is because TK and Dwayne Andrews have a podcast. Mm -hmm. It's a movie podcast, mm -hmm. and they had a clock on the wall. Oh wow! And they do like 30 minutes, which was I thought was really interesting because it was like they did, and it was basically like so 10 minutes was kind of like intro, you know what I mean? And then it was like yeah, and then 10 minutes was like about the movie, and then the last 10 minutes were like answering this like set of questions. And I yeah. was like, damn! And then they just like. Yeah, yeah. The practical side of me would love that idea. Like it's like, oh yes, perfect, brilliant. But then, but then something about like doing, I don't know, a spiritual podcast makes me want to be like, no, like yeah, having yeah, yeah, regimented yeah, yeah, down yeah, to yeah. the the minute. Jesus but, has no schedule. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I have it. I have it started recording now. But I'll I'll segue. Yeah, yeah. Her that, but the Scientology. The yeah. Scientology stuff is super. That's like so on point with yeah. the, what yeah, I right. believe and what I you know what I because it's like. There is a lot of like throwing the baby out with the bathwater with that kind of stuff. And yeah. there obviously were some great and there are probably still are some great th uh, things at its core. You know, and I, I you saw the master the, the movie? I did, and I saw this going clear. I, I saw, saw it going clear as well. I saw the doc. I think yeah. I've seen I've definitely seen parts of the master if not all of it. 
Philip Seymour Hoffman, right? Right. He's right just yeah. Just being like a bombastic and like. Well, he was it's essentially Scientology, but I've seen, fictionalized. I've yeah. Seen, I don't know if I've because that's a long movie. I'm like, <laughs> it's I've so long. I, I was there's, like, no, there's no I've, clear plot to it. Yeah. I was like, I've definitely seen large swaths of that movie. Have yeah. I watched this movie from beginning to end? <laughs> difficult yeah. to say. I mean, we have phones with us for times like that. <laughs> you don't need to watch whole movies anymore. Did I anymore. sit in a theater? Did I fall asleep? Yeah. <laughs> right. It's probably. Yeah. But like in that movie, I think that makes a great case for why it actually did save a Joaquin Phoenix's character. At first, he was kind of, he was like this kind of insane sort person. of person. Yeah. And then it uses, you know, elements of psychology and Buddhism and stuff like that. And some, some critic, I don't know if it actually is like this, but some critics said that it was an argument between like Buddhism and Taoism, like Buddhism being the Scientology way and Taoism being a Joaquin Phoenix's kind of like go with the flow hedonism sort of stuff. I don't think it quite, you, I don't think you can line it up quite like that, but thought it was interesting. I only put uh, Joaquin Phoenix into two categories. One is, I can see your lip scar, and one is, <laughs> I can't see your lip scar. You're a different person now. Yeah. That's that's all I... There, there's a doc, though, that you might... And I'm, I'm just trying to remember the name of it as you're talking, and it's on Netflix, and this um, Indian guy who is a vice reporter... Uh, Kumari. I think it's called Kumari. Let me just check. Oh, the, uh, with the, the guru. Yeah, you're talking Ku- about? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, exactly. I have seen it. Yeah. Kumare movie. F- have you seen it? You've yeah, seen it. I saw it like a year or so ago. Kumare. Yeah. Kumare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Did you see it? Yes, I've seen it. Yeah. And I, anyway, it just reminded me of like that because it's like he was saying how, you know, within Indian spirituality, like so many white people look towards the East for like spirituality and whatever mm-hmm. else. And it's like if you actually live there, there's so much bullshit that it's there's so much bullshit. Right. right? And it's right. so much exploitation. It's people who are on the hustle. And he was saying that he saw that. But then with his grandmother, he would watch her meditate or he would watch her do puja, which is like, you know, the religious ceremony that Hindus do for their God in the morning. And he could really see a look of peace. Yeah. And I just think it's so interesting that in, I won't like ruin the plot of it, but that was like he made up a fake he made up a fake religion right and he like he made himself a guru and yeah, yeah which is what i've always said was my default plan if nothing else worked out <laughs> yeah. i was like i'm gonna dress in white and i'm gonna like fucking deepak chopra that shit mm-hmm. you know what i mean but like this is but <laughs> he really went out and did it and then he got followers and he had this like meditation that he was doing where he was like you're gonna see the blue light and he made it up. Like, yeah. he says it. He made it up. But, like, halfway through the movie, he's like, and then I saw the uh. blue light. He's like, so are you delusional? Or is there something about the collective energy of when people believe in a thing right. that um, manifests that gesture? Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Or manifests an idea of that gesture? Because it's like, I always say, like, you know, I don't believe in Jesus because I'm a heathen. But, like, I believe in the feeling in a church of all of those people who yeah, that energy. like that there's a yeah. real energy you know when people are singing and you know like i yeah i, I believe in that that's like a, a like thing. a common pool of like good intentions exactly yeah. yeah and that's real you can feel you can feel that and so it's like and if all it takes is you know you know a guy on a cross or like a man in the sky to like mm-hmm. make you feel that and you really believe in that i just see that as like a lifelong acting exercise yeah. and I'll, I believe in the energy, so it's like that. You know, that's a that's a real thing, and if people can feel that, it makes them feel better, and it makes them appeal to like their better nature. Yeah, okay, to totally. you. Yeah, you know? that no, and that stuff is um, this idea that you don't need to know what or how it works in order to just to still follow it. It's something. Uh, I, have you read? Uh, you probably haven't, but Scott Adams. You know, Scott Adams, the creator of Dilbert. Like the Dilbert. Car- yeah, the, the cartoonist. No, I don't read cartoonists' okay. work. <laughs> okay, do you, stick to pictures. Okay, do you boy. know? Do you know? You do know Dilbert, though, right? Yes, you've yes. heard of it. The Office. He's like sad right. in the Office. Yeah, right. He's sad in the Office. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, um, the sad man in the Office. He, I would. He's more of. Is he the sad man? Maybe he's more cynical. I don't know. Cynical and sad. He's cynical. Okay. There's a there's a mix of that anyway. Yeah. He's like meh. A lot of that kind of energy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and Scott Adams, he has a he has a book, kind of as a memoir or so, but he also talks about like what he believes were his key to success i heard him talking on like tim ferris's podcast or whatever <coughs> bless you thank you and uh he, god bless you god <laughs> my my apologies but uh yeah he's he talked about something that he did a lot was this idea of like daily affirmations which he wrote him down he says he doesn't he doesn't believe it's like the method you do it but like he started writing down affirmations like i will become a famous cartoonist is like one of them he, he had a couple of like these kind of 
goals like they, they were goals but they were sort of nebulous enough that they could manifest themselves in different ways like i will become wealthy or i will and he's like i don't know he's like totally skeptical he's like i don't know if the, the science behind it it sounds crazy like i sound, I sound like a lunatic but all i know is that there's something about the repetition of it that made me start i don't know it, it sort of like focused your energy focus your attention it like hacks the brain's belief system in a little way and I don't know, it, that type of stuff is just interested in me with religion. You know, maybe there is something to prayer to, you know, I, I believe meditation too is more like, that's not even about prayer to me. That's just like clearing your mind and like. But meditation centering. is a religious thing in a lot of Western, like sure, like sure. in Hinduism and Buddhism Definitely. and even in Sikhism. It's like the, the gesture of like, the gesture of repetition of a mantra. Right, the mantra. There. Right, right, right. Or, but that's what, like when you do the rosary, the rosary is a same, meditation. Same deal. I guess I was talking more in meditation in the like uh, cl- becoming highly aware of your surround, like your body and your surroundings. Right. I mean, but yeah, you're totally right. That type of meditation. Rosary is a meditation. Like I'm, mm-hmm. my family's Sikh and there's like a, there's like a, a prayer that they do kind of at the beginning and it's like a thing that people will say and they'll just get up like it's like the part they call it and they like but that that's it's it's got that kind of like incantation to it and a lot of religions have that very similar thing where it's like yeah. a, it's it's like the thing you say and even in Buddhism they have like they have like um, phrases that you have to learn that are essentially chants that would help to like get you into the focus of meditation which all kind of like fits yeah. into that same thing yeah like there's a by the way I so anyway the dilbert man D- dilbert guy dilbert man he, he was, believes doing, in it. was doing this. that's his weird form of prayer he's an atheist as far as i know but uh but the idea of focusing your energy this this um it, it, the like harvard's doing a lot of research on like positive psychology mm-hmm. you know and um and uh and and so like Daniel Gilbert is this guy who like had a class when I was there called happiness. It was like the class was about like the psychology of happiness and like positive psychology and what it means. And I think there's like an interesting intersection between those two things. So like one of his um, one of his I guess his TAs at the time was like my TA for the Bible class. Mm. And he was like and I remember thinking this guy is an idiot. Do you know what I mean? Like I was like, he's in the Bible class. You thought that? Oh yeah, he was like, yeah. he was like our section leader, like the you know right. the grad totally. student. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, this guy's an idiot. Wait, he's, what made you think that? I just didn't like him. I didn't. <laughs> he he seemed too nice, but like in a fake way. Uh, if that makes sense? No, it definitely he, does. Yeah. He, he, but I think it was genuine. It just came off as fake to me because it was like so Texas, so over the top. It was so like Texas Waco. Like, how are you? Great job. Like, mm-hmm. okay, so now we're gonna read a passage from the bible and i was like all right all right guys it's a bit much <laughs> like we're reading the bible as literature like i felt like that guy like really believed the bible do you know what i mean right, so it yeah. was like it was also i didn't feel like it was the kind of like intellectual discourse that like i expected to have at harvard about the fucking bible <laughs> um, sure yeah so like anyway but that guy now he has he's done all this like he has like a TED talk with like I don't know like a lot of hits like millions and millions of hits like more than most of the TED talks. His name's Sean Anchor. I mean, might as well say it now because yeah. Fucking, but Sean, a, I, I don't know if it's A N C H O R or A C H O R. But he like he does these talks about positive psychology and like goes into businesses and like basically it's the same kind of thing. It's like the ritual of something in the morning and like mm-hmm. how you know we've done all these studies on if you like. Uh, write an, an email for two minutes praising somebody, you know, praising somebody that you know. Mm. Um, if you write down three things that you're grateful for, happy for. Yeah. these. I've actu- done that. I've done a gratitude journal the, before. These, yeah. these actually, uh, these. if you do these five things for 21 days or 42 days or whatever it is, they improve productivity in the workplace. They improve mm. optimism. They improve resilience. And they're basically, it's basically just like a little... It's like a little grab bag. It's like a little to-go bag of like yeah. distilled pieces of what religion does. You know what I mean? And, yeah, yeah. And that's kind of anyway. So I, I thought that's kind of an interesting intersection. Yeah, I you know I've done. Uh, I, I have not been keeping up with it, but I've been because I usually fall asleep before I'm, I end up doing it. The idea of the gratitude journal was something that was recently introduced to me. Right, three things are grateful for. 
at the end of each day or whatever. And uh, it's interesting. I guess the way I was introduced to me was like as this this way to not just be thankful for because it's good to be thankful for things that like it would make sense to be thankful for. Like, oh, yeah, I'm thankful for a job. I'm thankful for being alive, decent health. Like that's like that's pedestrian thanks and gratitude. <laughs> Like you're like that's like pussyfoot gratitude. <laughs> totally. Like the, the the challenging one is to be like, damn, I'm glad like that person like was an asshole to me today because it or I'm glad I fucked up today because that's going to help me later on. This I'm learning a lesson. I'm in the process of learning it, even though it sucks and I can't deny that it like hurt when it happened. Overall, I don't know if you have ever done this, but I look back on my life, the all of the bottoms, all of the pits ended up being the catalyst of what I consider like the best successes or the best like overall moments of growth for me. I don't know. Have you ever like thought about it that way or no? Um, you're looking at me like, nah, not so much. I think much. it's so funny. I think it's so funny because it, it's like you're like, you're like, so then you take these things which are really shitty and then you twist them. And I was like, yes, it's also called delusion. Right, right. <laughs> but no, it's not delusion. No, that, I, I'm yeah. always, I, the, the term, I know what it is, is that for me, I, I think that there's it's, a truth to it. But the, the idea of gratitude, like living in Los Angeles, I just like, I have this image of just like, I just have this image of like this 24 year old named Rebecca in yoga pants. And she's like, I'm just so grateful. I'm so grateful. Like hashtag gratitude, yeah. hashtag amazing life. And I'm like, I want to punch you in the mouth. That's yeah. who I am. Is like mm-hmm. we're comics. You know what I mean? It's like that. To- th- that no, totally. Yeah. You know that part of you that's just like suck a fucking dick. You know what I mean? And it's like if you're gonna do it, have the decency to do it in the privacy of your home, 100%. quietly, yeah, yeah. and put it under the fucking. You don't have to tell the world about it on Instagram. Like there's this very with spirituality in general. I think that that's always a dichotomy <laughs> right. of like you know people the sale of it. This like even that guy to businesses, even if it's a good gesture, it's like the sale of that, mm. you know, and the sale of gratitude, the need to exploit or the, right. need, to, the need to broadcast something. It feels inauthentic. Yeah, it yeah. feels like it's the fundamental opposite of what the gesture of like of um, of humble and sure. um, and introspection is supposed to be. Yeah, it's literally like let me put it out into the world, but it's supposed to be about you know you getting closer to whatever the fuck totally i mean that that specific kind of thing has been a constant mind fuck for me just even putting out this podcast yeah i felt like such a fucking religious dork like by making this thing but at the same time it is like i don't know it, it's a it's like because my dad is a uh, is a minister like a presbyterian minister and i came from that and i've gone oh. every which way with like atheism and uh, and I've studied most of the major religions, at least to some some extent. And so I don't know. There is a personal issue to me, but then it's also like I don't know. I I want to have an inclusive vibe about it, I guess, and I want to be happy and help other people be happy. But it is weird to be like I'm doing a religion thing, and like especially as a comic, where what I love about comedy is that it calls bullshit on everything. And so I'm, I don't know, I'm calling, yeah. constantly calling bullshit on myself. I feel like a fucking hypocrite. Right. But we're all hypocrites. I mean, we're all sort of, to some degree. Is there some quote I heard? It's yeah, like, in some way, shape, or form, you're going to be like, oh, God, it's so, you know, I hate that there's child labor as you buy your Nikes. Right. Like, or like, oh, God, it's just, I can't believe that women and children experience that kind of oppression in China while you buy your Apple computer. Yeah. Like there's, there's a lot of, yeah, I understand that that's, and I don't, look, I don't think it's bad, like, you're, to me, what you're doing, like, is having a discussion where you're at least going a little bit further in depth into the idea. Like, it's, that's to me is like the conversation or an exploration of ideas is totally, very different yeah. than like a, I'm so grateful. Like, I'm so great. I'm so blessed. Like, in my <laughs> bikini with like my six pack and like my toned abs. Right. And, yeah. Like, hashtag gratitude. Like, Right. Um, I guess it, what it comes down the, to the, is the, the ragitude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the I guess it yeah it comes down to the um, intention behind the gesture. Do you know what I mean? And I always think absolutely about yeah that because it's like you can fucking murder somebody and they're like, but did you mean to? Because mm-hmm. we're gonna charge you differently. They're like based if, on the intent. Yeah, yeah. Based, it's literally like intent is even in core. It's like but. Did, but Oh, it was an accident? Uh, you only got to do like eight months. But it's like if you meant to, like you meant to run over that guy, same result. But like it matters. Yeah. I always think that's so interesting. Like in court, they, you know. <laughs> right. Like, but they what have did to you, figure it out. Yeah. What did you mean to do? What was the, the intention behind the gesture? Mm-hmm. And I think that's, I, I, that means, a, you know, that that is a very important thing to me personally. It's like what is the, 
intention behind it. And Don't, if you, it, you know, so if you uh, come from like a good place, it's like, well, you know, you're gonna fuck up, but well, whatever. Yeah, no, I, I intention is so, man. That's a and that's a hard one for I think to police on yourself of like, especially in the under the guise of a religious podcast or whatever it is. I mean, at least under like other maybe other goals or whatever it's more clear what your intentions might be but then with this it's like i don't know i have to be like am i really posting this just because i want joe to be a cool spiritual guy or am i really trying to explore ideas i mean it's a there's a little bit of an ego game i have to constantly play and battle with um but intention is i mean oh god there's some there's some dude some some zen roshi dude i i will not remember his name but he's like yeah it's all about it's like he basically he stood up. It's like it's about intention and attention, and he sat down. Like that was his words of wisdom. Intention like, and, and attention. Mm-hmm. So like those are the two things. Like paying attention to what's happening around you and cultivating the right intentions. And then I think there's a Chinese phrase. It's like from the. I'm sorry, I wasn't listening. Just. <laughs> Kiran, <laughs> zinging it. Ding 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 ding. Uh, yeah yeah. Just because you're like a ten- yeah okay. No, anyway, I, so I, what's the Chinese phrase? Tell me. The Chinese phrase was. Uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher this for Please sure. Please say but it's... it in Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> and then Wait. translate it. You're like, what you're really asking me is, please do an offensive Chinese <laughs> imp- impression. Yeah, uh, it's like from the intention comes the deed, from the deed comes the habit, from the habit comes the character or whatever or something. There's some right. again, that's not exa- that is not exactly what it is. But say it's lower. The, from the intention comes the deed. From the deed comes a habit, and from a habit like springs character or whatever so it all starts with intention mm. and i, I think like that's that. a it's a hindu concept too um i don't know the idea that like you can the same actions whether they're through if it is from a purely selfless way is that's that can be holy but the same action done through a selfish way is obviously not and, right yeah and sometimes the there's a transformation by by you know like you might go to oh oh i had a friend who like it was like she went to Nepal to help during the earthquake and she was like being like a doctor about it. Mm-hmm. And I did a documentary in Nepal before that, like, you know, so I like know, like I have friends in that country, like really whatever. Um, but it pissed me off. Like it was, it, it kind of seemed like it was about her posting mm, yeah. about it. You know, her, she had a, she had a her fucking leg was um she had a cast on her leg she she, something had happened where she'd fallen and she had a cast on her leg and i'm thinking don't fucking go don't go to nepal there's it's rubble right it's it first of all it's a third world it would be hard for you to get around anyway Mm -hmm. but like you are going to be a burden to people like with your leg you know what I mean? But she's like, I'm going anyway, even with my leg. And I just remember thinking, that's that struck me as mm. as ugly. Like, I mean, I think it's amazing that you're a doctor. I think it's amazing that you want to help people. But it felt a little more like it was about mm. her taking the picture to be like, look how good I am. Right. As opposed to, like, from the right place. I don't know. That, but I remember that that grossed me out in particular because I was like, is this going to help the people on the ground? Is your skill level as like a relatively inexperienced resident going to outweigh the difficulty and burden of you having to be carted around a country <laughs> that is in a crisis right now? Yeah. You know? It's tough because then on the other, yeah, just on the other side of that, maybe she does end up helping, did end up helping a lot of people. So maybe there is a weird, like she could have been doing it purely for her own self publicity. Exactly. exactly. But then ended up being helpful at the and end. Kind of like then, Scientology. And maybe, yeah, maybe she way. did some, maybe she did some good while she was there. You yeah. Know? My whole thing was like, pay money and send a friend. Yeah. You could send a friend who has two legs that are working. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you're right. That maybe in doing that, maybe she learned something and maybe she really did help people. Maybe she made a connection with whatever, you know, the whole thing. So sometimes it's like it might have been for a douche fuck reason. And then it's like <laughs> and then but the, through the action or through the gesture of doing it, it became it became a more selfless gesture. Gotcha. I think that yeah, yeah. there's a big pro- like I really struggled with that going into entertainment because mm-hmm. it's like I always felt like you know social um like I feel like Harvard really like drilled it into you this idea that like if you are privileged enough to be here if you're privileged enough to have this education um it is your responsibility like you have a social responsibility and so many of my friends are in development and so many of them are doctors and like mm-hmm. doing shit that has like a very tangible sense of like social good um, and I really struggled with that because there seems something 
so inherently narcissistic about Definitely. the idea of like listen to my day <laughs> or like whatever the fuck you are doing on the you know what I mean or yeah or, yeah and I think there's ways to explore big ideas but it's hard and sometimes when you're starting out it's like you feel like you just have to like you got to do whatever you got to play the game but it's like you can catch I mean I know I do this it's like I catch myself in so many moments where it's like I feel bad for myself or like you know it's like off of your audition it's there's so much so much rests here on like ego or like what you're you know what I mean it's I a very totally it's a do, very yeah. very yeah. I think that's a very challenging and I think there's a lot of good that can be done in entertainment like it's I think it can be a medium of like social change and getting different voices out there and the voices of women and the voice of minorities like very valuable and important and you're starting to see that like Issa Rae is getting a show on HBO and Aziz has that show and I mean I think that that does things and it shifts cultural perception and like television can be a way that like we learn about other people and other cultures and we make the world a better place which is like awesome as like a grand gesture but how do you translate that in your day-to-day of <laughs> right. like auditioning for a Doritos commercial do you know what I mean <laughs> yeah. or whatever the fuck your thing is yeah, like, yeah. that's the that's the challenge and how do you not get like so myopic into your own like narcissistic bullshit when like so many of us in this place are like consumed and enveloped by like myopic narcissistic bullshit yeah that's tough i don't have i definitely do not have an answer i, I, I know you weren't phrasing that. i know i was like three minutes like, go right. <laughs> joe you have the podcast tell me how to uh, fix narcissism yeah, i know i was like yeah tell me how to cope with living yeah go especially when you, we it's such a uh something that's so you easily fall uh, victim to that same narcissist like we not you specifically, Kieran, but like we. Me specifically. <laughs> yeah. You're a whore. I actually meant me specifically, <laughs> of course. Yeah, every, everyone. We all right. have the tendency, you know. Yeah. I guess that's one, in a weird way, I'll, I'll catch myself doing it and then I'll like, but then I'll realize, oh, they're, everybody's like got a million other things on their plate. It's usually like when I perceive somebody has slighted me in like the wrong, like in the most minor way and you're like, how dare you? And you're like, what, what are you doing? Like, what are you thinking? You know, I don't know. It's um, stuff. But you, uh, I guess, in terms of like projects that maybe help with that. So you're you're running dirt. Yeah, dirt. UCB. Dirt, and then the other thing that's really relevant to this was uh, was um, I did it for Vice. Vice has a series called um, they had they have food shit. I don't know if you know I did this, but it was like there's they have a food vertical on youtube or basically just a food channel called munchies yeah it's called munchies and so i did there was a girl who was hosting them and then they like wanted a new host for it so like i did like a couple of episodes i think like three or four and um it's uh called soul food soul food Mm -hmm. and then it's where food meets religion so we did like that's great yeah. yeah so we did like judaism um and then looking at the tradition and the culture surrounding like you know like around kosher and like versus like halal eating or whatever it is like halal was her episode but we did kosher and then we sat in on a shabbat dinner and then there was like a another like a restaurant where he was like cooking kosher but it's like fancy modern like you know pineapple cocktails (laughs) and it was fucking delicious yeah um we did one on santeria which do you know that religion Mm -hmm. um which is kind of um uh, it's huge in Cuba and it's supposed to be one of the fastest growing religions in the country and uh, it was basically brought by slaves and um, you know from I think the west I just don't want to fuck up <laughs> like I don't have a computer in front of me yeah, it's all, like, all our Santerians are going to be like what? yeah yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, like on the, from the west coast of Africa and it's kind of a combination and people brought over kind of like their indigenous religion and it combined their gods like Baba Luaye and like all of these gods and idols with the Christian gods. So there's mm-hmm. basically like, you know, you'll have a saint who is whatever, Mary or Peter or whoever it is. And then that has a corresponding African god. So it's like a and and so they incorporate a lot of um, ritual like there's a lot of rituals. So it's like um, I um, have a headache or I want this person to fall in love with me and then it's almost like oh well you're going to take this powder and you're going to do this thing or you're going to bury this chicken bone in the yeah. you know in the forest in 10 days and then you're going to dig it up and then you're going to throw it in the tra- you know it's like the idea of ritual is going to get you what you want which is an interesting concept so we did them and then we did hmm. um, Hinduism mm-hmm. and Hinduism and um, and Hare Krishnas 
for this festival and I'm an Indian but I'm Sikh I, said, I think I said that so mm-hmm. I it's like I'm like dressed like an Indian in it and then there's like all these like there's all this ignorance they're like why doesn't this bitch know shit <laughs> it's like because it's they are totally different religions you understand like yeah. I know some of like the, some of like I know like a puri is like what you fucking eat but like I didn't know that and I know Krishna I know like I know the gods and I know mm-hmm. a lot of the basic concepts but I didn't know that like Gorvadan Puja was like a um Krishna is you know like the, the one of the main gods the it, like I didn't know that it's like to celebrate his birthday and there's a whole like story behind it and then like white people have reappropriated that for like their culture mm-hmm. which is based sure, on yeah. like Krishna as like just the one god and like they have their own temple like I didn't know any of that shit very interesting it's a very interesting like it's just like and you you kind of get the you know that was a lot about food but I thought the religion part of it was super interesting because it's kind of like wherever you go for people it's just like what works for them yeah you know and it's like I can't like fault this like white dude who like you know I don't know. He like read at the end of like a Paul McCartney book or something, that, uh-huh. like, or it was George Harrison. Yeah, he had like George Harrison had been like, yeah, Hare Krishna's, and so like that took him to like a temple in Denver, and he was like, right. fuck yeah, relate to this better than Jesus, and I was like, yeah, I mean if that works for you, man, and it's like he's a nice guy and he's like doing his best, you know what I mean? It's uh-huh. like, wait, how are you gonna? I don't know. How are you gonna like fault that? You're like, yeah, do you, man? Yeah, no, I think a lot of people. I, I I feel a lot of people having that same reaction to me. Not to be narcissistic about it. But it's like, yeah, the whole, yeah, like just the idea that incorporating East and West together or like any Western person d- betraying, uh, I don't know, their their upbringing or thinking that it's not good enough for the, this different paradigm. I don't know. It does. I guess it always it seems inauthentic in some way or I don't know. It feels maybe it's just something weird about like a privileged person. Try, there's something like, I don't Is there something maybe uh, a touch of like patronizing about it that's somehow like oh i'm gonna do this like cute little eastern like voyage i think it depends again on the intention yeah do you know what i mean like where somebody's coming from but what do you mean like you felt what did you feel like with did you feel like your childhood was inauthentic or you didn't no. kn- like or uh, sorry no 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 i i guess it's more like i feel my internal like so okay so i grew up authentically as a christian right and then where was this this is in north carolina and your dad's a minister right right is now was it one of those churches where they sing <laughs> well, like, i mean we did say uh, yeah sorry I, was there like a choir we did have a choir was it a good one it's a, it a decent choir it wasn't the presbyterians are uh they're pretty liberal christians they're pretty uh stoic you might say they nicknamed uh the frozen chosen so it's very <laughs> and they uh so they're, they're very like uh traditional in their services but very open-minded liberal lgbt positive all that type of thing got it so they're gay friendly right not there's not really much hell talk going on so overall Is is it like upbeat though is it like fun to be there um there are contemporary services where it might be fun to be there i wouldn't say fun is not the word i would quite put but maybe fulfilling maybe (laughs) (laughs) no because it's like uh, rory scoville was talking about like he's from there like yeah just yesterday in a show and he was like how basically like church he was doing like this ironic thing but basically the idea was like church is never fun and then i was thinking about it and i was like i've been to church like i've been to like black churches here i remember me and my roommate used to go and i was like and that shit was fun yeah it was fun like we like neither of us are christians and neither of us believe in jesus (laughs) and we would like go and and there was a preacher who was so good that we went back the next week and he was like having a bad set Mm -hmm. and it was amazing to watch that like like oh he was like no he was like in the zone last week and this is like he's like trying to get there it's like fast it's it's he probably didn't went for like 45 or something right yeah he's doing like an hour yeah for sure and he was i mean the week listen neither of us are christians and we both decided to go back the next week we're like that guy was amazing what a performer yeah you know he was he was he was amazing he was incredible and then the next week it was like oh no we really caught him when he was like, <laughs> he was just he crushing was just like, it. He yeah. was crushing it. He was crushing. When there and, was a lot of, I'm guessing, uh, uh, just purely guessing, there was a lot of like audience interact, like a lot yes. of, uh, what do you call it? Not audience. Call and response. You know. Why am I blanking on the name of the peep congregation? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. The yeah. audience. They're not audience. Yeah. <laughs> right. I was like, he was having an amazing set. Yeah. You know? That is great. And I was actually, I went to my first ever Catholic mass uh, a couple weeks ago. 
it's theater. Yeah. Well, the, 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 the Catholic Mass and that the churches I went to, there is no, there is like never any congregational uh, call and response. There's no interaction. And right. so you actually can't tell unless you've been uh, like around it a lot. You can't tell when they're bombing or not. And there's like, there's an insulation sure. there. The, there's, you don't have to like, they don't know what it's like to, to bomb. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? What was interesting is that even the second time, it was like the congregation was so encouraging. Like they were trying to help him get there, but it just wasn't there. It just, didn't there. Quite it just click. wasn't, yeah, yeah. He was just, he was in a really, I mean. That's hilarious. It's interesting as a comedian, because it's like to, it was like, it's a performance. It yeah. was like a, it's like, and whatever you want to call it, or whenever someone's like in the zone, you know, with mm-hmm. sports or whatever, it is he was yeah it was uh he was he was amazing well, but it was fun uh, my point is like there was it was a it was we had fun yeah uh, and i was wondering if you grew up with the idea of church as fun the fun parts of church or at least the parts that were more more uh intentionally trying to be fun were more of like either youth group stuff or like so like not during the actual service part like that wasn't really fun time. Like <laughs> it would have been frowned upon had we tried to have too much fun. Like my dad would throw in jokes and stuff. Like he would like make he would like make the announcements maybe more fun or like lively. Yeah. Like there's so there's is like in a five minute section, but people really dug their reverence, really dug like the taking it very seriously. Mm-hmm. For better or worse. Um Yeah, yeah. I guess that's what a lot of people like I don't know, if you go in having a shitty week and you just want some solemn like I don't know, solidarity. Yeah, that, yeah, that's what yeah. they, they wanted. Um, I guess for me, I guess what I was to bring it back to the Eastern thing as somebody who has then gone from that stuff and then, I don't know, explored a lot of Eastern spirituality. It started off with me just like, you know, smoking weed and listening to like Ted talks or whatever. And we're like going on hikes and listening to Alan Watts. I mean, just very stereotypical. Like, see, see exactly that. This is the exact response I fear. Smoking, you know, I was exploring Eastern philosophy. You know, smoking, smoking weed. weed and listening to TED talks. Right. Neither of which are particularly <laughs> Eastern. Like that's neither of those. What is that? Is that in oh, that, no, yeah, the I, Hindus? Right. The Hindus. Right. Do that. the, that's Buddhism. Right. That the fat guy does that. Yeah. It's it's it's, it's it's white guy Eastern spirituality. You're like that's that's like hippie that's like American hippie culture. They're like yeah, like fit the system, like precisely. Yeah, yeah. Talks. I mean, you but are talking to like a big Grateful Dead and Fish fan. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm yeah. fitting the, every stereotype. Yeah, yeah. I hear you. I hear you. But anyway, yeah. My point is though, I guess there is something. While there is something, I I am constantly like, I don't know, sneering at it, about myself in my own head. There is a lot of great good shit that I've gotten out of that. I think the phrasing is just that like what you mean is when you just started going a little left of center, like outside of your, you know, whatever your straight and narrow path by smoking weed and then like listening to Ted talks and then like whatever, but that's not actual exploration of the (laughs) religion. That's like when I go to, I went to like a yoga class. (laughs) Right. Right. I went to like a yoga class once and like they were playing, it's like, and again, like, and I bump up against that. It's like when, when it's like a, look, you're good at the exercise. I feel you. Fine. Great. Like, or you've reappropriated the exercise. It's fine. And it's helping people. Okay. That's fine. But, um, but they were playing like, so in Sikhism, there's like a, a like Ikkim God, Satnam. It's like the beginning of the, it's, it's a, it's like the, it's a religious thing from Sikhism. That's a, like these, this phrase, whatever. And this was, they, it was like an acoustic guitar version of that. Yeah. And it was like playing like, a, you know, like, like the background music. And I'm like, what the fuck is this noise? This is nothing to do with yoga. And also this is kind of offensive. Yeah. What? You know, and everyone's like, yeah. And I was like, and then they're like, namaste. And I was like, yeah, I guess like do whatever the fuck you want. But like. I don't want to give you twenty five dollars now. Yeah, it's like it's like being a chef by watching Food Network. You know? Yeah, yeah. Or like, and the guy had like the Justin Timberlake microphone, and then it's like my religion being like kind of like my like the religion I grew up with, kind of just being like casually exploited as like uh, Eastern. You know what I mean? I think it yeah. was like I think there was such a, a that's what yeah. it was. It's not that like people were listening to the music. I think that's somebody's charging money, and there's just such a casual exploitation of like <laughs> yeah. yeah. And this also, while we have like the Justin Timberlake microphone, and like it just felt a little that felt flippant. It felt like a little like oh you don't you don't actually give a fuck sure. about what other people care about or what's respectable intention. Yeah. And 
intention. Yeah. That's, it comes down to intention. And you, and you don't consider yourself, was it a Sikh anymore? I mean, I, like, I'll go to, my family's Sikh, you okay. know what I mean? So it's like, I, I'm not, I don't think of myself, I'm not like a super religious Sikh person. Yeah. But it's like, if I meet an Indian person, I'll be like, oh yeah, my family's Sikh. Like, we're, you know, I'll go to temple, like, I'll go to, you know, yeah. it's not like, I wouldn't say that I am like a, um, I like the idea of, I like the idea of like ritual. Mm-hmm. I think there's something really nice about like like I made when I made that documentary in Nepal is in India a bunch. And there's something really nice about being able to go to a place in a pl- where you don't really have a lot of your the, your loved ones or whatever, and you can go into a place and the ritual is exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Like you like somewhere halfway across the world, somebody like you can go in and like you can do exactly the same set of gestures. Yeah. And like there's something really nice about that. I think uh-huh. that religion offers to people the idea that you can go into a church like anywhere in the world and something will be familiar about that. Mm-hmm. I can understand why that feels comforting to people. Yeah, I mean you know? it's interesting how much stuff we have like that. Like like I mean it's like a whole Boy Scout thing or like or whatever. We have like our micro community is important and our macro community. Sure. That weird that, Where that crazy people understand sense. And the pledge or whatever, you know, yeah. I yeah. mean, nation, nation The secret handshake. The yeah. yeah. And nations are the same. It's like the pledge allegiance or an embassy is essentially functioning as the same idea. They have basketball or whatever. Yeah. Hot dogs. It, it's crazy. <laughs> I, I don't know if you felt this and when you were in Nepal. I, I studied abroad in Turkey and I remember, I mean, we had Amer- other Americans like in our group, but when we came across another American like the one or two times we did was like, oh my God, another American. Like, this is weird. Like, you don't expect that reaction out of you when you're just going, you're going to be going back to America. Right. You know, in a couple months. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. It is something of that weird connection. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a shared, yeah, shared experience. But what exactly, I, okay, this is what I, this is what I know about Sheiks. I know they're extremely peaceful and, uh, or Sikhs, sorry. That's okay. And, uh, I know there was that one shooting in Wisconsin a couple years ago where the guy mistook him like they he thought Sikhs were Muslims. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. Which is just I mean that's so many there's so much ignorant bullshit crammed into one news story right there. There's such a lot of there is a lot of like I think Sikhs cuz Sikhs were so it's like they um if you're like a baptized Sikh, essentially the equivalent of like baptism, mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, like you're like you could be a Christian, it's like a casual Christian, right? And it's like, yeah, I go for Christmas ceremony or whatever. But if you were like super into it, you'd get baptized, right? Like you do different shit. You wear right? a turban. As yeah, a, yeah. As so a man, their, least, their right? baptism, yeah. their like kind of water ceremony, it's called Amritchakya. And it's like, and if you do that, then there's like five, there's these five K's. And let's see if I remember all of them. Mm-hmm. But there's like a Kara, which is like the, it's like a metal bracelet that you wear. There's a, um, there's the knife mm-hmm. um, that they have. There's uh, the Kasha, which is like this, like the bottom piece that you wear. And then there's the um, turban, the Gurban, I think. This is this is gonna be just a nightmare. Somebody's like googling, like just like this bitch is getting everything wrong. She's like the Donald Trump of religion. That's her own religion. Just Um, casually exploiting it. Yeah, yeah, just casual exploitation for (laughs) Joe's podcast. So this, like, yeah, yeah. But there's so there's this. But the idea being um, to kind of proudly wear your identity. And to be identifiable, so it's like if you, if I see that bracelet or if I see that turban, I know somebody is Sikh. But I think that a lot of in kind of Western culture, if people don't know, you know, it's like they mistake that they mistake that turban for like a, I mean, they mistake it for you know whatever like a. Like an affront to Westernism or something. Yeah, I don't yeah. know why that gets mistaken with Islam. Because I'm trying to think of like, that. I mean. There isn't like if you're Muslim, it's more of like normally they have a, a like a, a like a cap. Mm-hmm. Like it's not. It's like almost like more like a like not a yarmulke, but it's almost like got that. Like it's a different. It's like a. It's not a turban. And like, it doesn't seem as important. At least the uh, the male version of it doesn't seem as as prominent. Yeah, yeah. I would say I, I don't and I don't know about the I, I don't know about the significance of that in Islam. But I think it's because a lot of like when you've seen pictures of Osama bin Laden, he'll have something wrapped around his <laughs> right. head or like. Like it's like a lot of in I mean it's those are hot countries and it's also just it's a thing that people do to protect their head and make, you know what I mean so you'll see a lot of men with like you know they have some sort of like a head wrap or whatever mm-hmm. so it's like I think a lot of times people have if you don't know a lot about religion or whatever you associate those 
you might associate that like look or you know or the turban with you know Islam. So first of all, you shouldn't be like shooting up Muslims. Anybody. Anybody. Yeah. Like anybody, regardless. And then second of all, it is actually like a different religion that is entirely entirely separate. different. It's just like it's like totally just a mistake, right. mistaken identity issue, right. which makes it really dumb, like extra dumb. Exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, but they've been targeted. <clears throat> Sikhs have been targeted a lot um, as a result of the like Islamophobia because just because of the ignorance of people not really knowing the difference between the yeah. two. It's like I mean, it's like when you're when you're hating people, it's kind of like. Ah, uh, like you hate you yeah. hate. It's like it's a shotgun spray of hatred. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. kind of like you didn't. You know, I think that I've heard Hassan Minaj say this before. It's like come correct with your racism. It's like if you're gonna be racist, <laughs> yeah. like yeah. do it correctly. Like just yeah. like know what to hate me for. You know, or hate the right people. At yeah. least directed at the right people. Jesus. Yeah. Um, so what does uh does does being a Sikh does it involve? like believing anything per se or is it somebody who just follows a certain rituals certain there's a book there's like they so yeah there was like it's not an old religion i think it started in like the 1600s about four 400 years ago and it was kind of i think there was a lot of violence in india and a lot of like infighting and political infighting and so the path the idea was kind of like uh of oneness like we're like whether you're hindu or muslim we are all like one and so they had kind of like their first guru and was kind of like teaching this idea of like mm. oneness like yeah. this you know every everything kind of leads to the same path regardless and so then there was a lot of persecution because it was like a new religion and so there were 10 gurus and at the end that 10th guru was like this is what you'll look like so that people know that you're a Sikh and kind of mm. following this path of oneness and after this there's a book very much like the Bible um, called the Guru Granth Sahib and so like in any temple or gurdwara that you go to they have the book and they read from the book and mm. you know, the book is in Punjabi and they, they read it and it has passages um, and that's kind of again like the Bible and then yeah. there's some rituals then there's some um, and then and then there's a set of like you know baseline practices or whatever so i think and i think a lot of religions it's they're very similar right it's like uh, you know it's like you be good to other people right. it's like this idea of like optimism this idea of like seva or service mm -hmm. which is like commu you know and community, community giving back yeah. the one thing that i really do like about you know and i think that the idealism of the religion is very different than like when like i have people in my family who are like like my mom's brother's like super religious and it's like like any fanatic like it's like relax you know what i mean it's like it's like human interpretation <laughs> yeah. and like twisting warping a thing of what it is and like you know there's a lot there's supposed to be a lot of like gender equality and like men and women can do the same things does the cultural practice always like fit that you know in terms of the way that individual people interpret it i think it depends very much on the family so it's like you know like you know because there's a there can be a lot of difference between the way that boys and girls are treated depending on what the family is you know sure. what I mean? which happens which happens a lot culturally and not just like indian culture but in a lot of cultures you yeah know? yeah so um but but, because indian sikhs i assume share a lot of similar cultural things as uh, hindus of course yeah. and, and so it's like and it's just picking up the the cultural practices of like your village or the country and what you know what i mean and so like what mm. are the culture because the cultural practices there right. can be very different than um than like what what your <laughs> what the, I, the religion actually says. yeah exactly then what the what and i don't know how we always manage to like just glaze over like all of that uh, equality oh, shit right you know it's fucking uh, ridiculous i mean that's a that's a classic uh classic classic misuse of religion regard, yeah. regardless of culture i mean the the in civil war times it was christianity famously there's a lot of christians who argued for slavery it says like well it's in the bible slavery's in the bible therefore slavery's right. okay right 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 you and can kind of twist you can you twist know, anything you can twist anything is the idea one nice thing that i love about um about um sikhism though is at the at the gudwara at the temple like at the end of the service they always serve food and it's free gotta love that food yeah and then gotta and love free. church food regardless of culture and then it's like <laughs> And everybody sits on the floor, and yeah. then everyone's served. So it's like the idea is that everyone eats the same food, everybody gets the same thing, and everyone's treated the same. So in India, that can be really effective because it's like, 
Like, I remember going to visit, like, the Golden Temple, which is, like, one of their, like, big heritage sites. And there was a family, and I don't think that they were Sikh, but it's, like, this woman had, like, a bunch of kids and probably didn't have a lot of money. And that's a place where you can go to get a meal, like, no questions Mm. asked. And you get to eat in the same place as everybody else. And it's not, like, nobody's proselytizing to you or whatever. It's just, like, a place where every... So it's, like, the idea that, like, a king and a beggar can will sit and be treated the same. And I think that that's... doesn't cost money and it's after the service and nobody's going to ask you any questions as to how long you were there or whatever else. <laughs> right. And I think that that like that gesture is like a really nice, that's a great, like I really love Definitely, that. They, yeah. I love that they do that everywhere in the world. Cause that is a way to, you know, um, yeah. And even with the, vi- and, and, and I will say like, I will, you know, as a community, it's like even with the violence or like that shooting in Wisconsin, <laughs> the message is kind of one of, um, I think as a community, Sikhs have been very good about saying, you know, you don't combat hatred with hatred. It's like they prayed for the soul of the gunman in addition yeah. to, you know, stuff yeah. like that. You know what I mean? Like, so that there's the non-escalation of violence. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Kind of like practice, like practicing what you preach. And I think there has been a very, you know, it's like not responding with anger or violence, but responding with kind of like that, you know, Yeah. I always call it. It, I mean, Gandhi was a Hindu, but I always call it, um, you got to like Gandhi that shit, which I'm <laughs> fucking terrible at. But yeah. like that's, you know, I was like, they're Gandhiing that shit. That's like, yeah. you on the 405 and like bad traffic and like somebody fl- flips you off. And yeah. You're supposed to like Gandhi that shit. You're just supposed to like. Yeah, know. totally. And that, so was there something in, um, you know, in particular that made you, that makes you not identify as a Sikh or is there a, is there kind of a turning point? Do you have like a specific moment? Oh, I just, um, no, I think that, I think what I didn't appreciate was, I think that like my family, a lot of the immigration pattern of like Indians in this country, it's like Aziz. It's like their parents came directly from India as like doctors or lawyers and, and college too. And then they like were first generation American born. And my immigration pattern is that like my grandparents were in India, like around partition when Pakistan was created in like 1945, and they moved. And then in northern Punjab, which is like right on the border of Pakistan, which was divided, so people lost a lot of land or whatever. And so then people uh, emigrated to the UK, to Britain. Um, there was and became unskilled laborers, factory workers. Like my dad worked in, or my grandfather worked in, like the Jaguar factory. You know what I mean? Like when he used to be a, a teacher. So what you have. You know, and then my parents moved to England when they were like, my dad was 18, my mom was 14, you know, as kids. And then I was born in England and then moved to the U.S. So in in that community in England, like this Punjabi community in England, which isn't necessarily like they're Punjabi Sikhs, but it's like culturally people are basically trying to preserve what they left behind in a village. So what you have is like, and this happens a lot with immigrant cultures. It's like when people leave like the quote unquote old country, it's like they try to make a time capsule of <laughs> yeah. what of yeah. what that is. So it's like when I went back to India, like to um, cities and stuff, it's so much more progressive. People are so <laughs> progressive. But the British culture of like British Indians in England is so... Um, Culturally, and this isn't Sikhism, but culturally, it's so like just the division between men and women, and like women cook and the men just like sit there. You know what I mean? It's just like there's so much cultural bullshit that I I like noticed around being a woman that it like you know, and the difference in what boys versus girls were allowed to do, and so it's like mm. I bumped up against a lot of that, and I'm like, well, that's fucking bullshit. Like, right, and yeah. even though like my family, like my parents were like very liberal, or like my cousins, you know, like they're psychiatrists and doing all kinds of awesome shit. It's like you, when you're in your extended family, you can feel that gesture Mm. and it's like, and so feeling that, you know, on any level, you know, any sort of inherent, you know, a woman can't do this because it doesn't look nice. Do you know what I mean? Like you can't, you know, it's like very concerned with how, which is, I think, appearances and yeah, exactly. And all that stuff. I, I had an issue with that, you know, which again, I think is very separate from like, the gesture of what, you know, you know, the core of that like religion is supposed to be, but the way that those two things melded, I think that's kind of, I, you know, I was kind of yeah. Like, There's know. a lot of baggage involved. And it's, yeah, yeah. Makes it hard for you personally to kind of keep going with it. And and also when I was growing up, it's like there weren't Indians on television, you know, the, and there weren't like like I remember like 
you know, when you wear like the outfit when I was like a kid and we would go to the Godwara, it's like after we'd go to like this mall that was shaped like an alligator because Florida. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I remember people would like stare and you felt like weird and oh, like, yeah. you know, like you felt like a loot, like, you know, people would like you're weird and different, you yeah. know, and it's just like this very subtle feeling. You can't blend in. Yeah. This, yeah. but it isn't New York. It isn't Queens. You know what I mean? It isn't, there's, and it, it isn't cool. It wasn't like, like Cuban culture, Latino culture at the time was like so cool and like, mm. oh, how cool. But like Indian <laughs> culture was not seen that way when I was growing up. So it's like, and then when you're a kid, there's like this idea of like shame or wanting to like disassociate from that thing that I think a, that's not, I think that's a very typical kind of immigrant kind of story or whatever. Yeah. So, um, and now it's different because now it's like yoga and like people are like, oh, I remember when I was in high school, I think there's like, you know, have we have like a bunch of like the Indian like suits in our closet and my friend like a, a friend of mine from down the street like saw them and I was like oh and I was like closing it she goes oh my god this is gorgeous it's like it's like Madonna it's like something Madonna would wear and it's like <laughs> but that's what it is it's like people yeah. you know so it's like now I think you know you see more like Selena Gomez has like a langa on you know you see a lot more of like that appropriation which makes it generally more acceptable and like easier to embrace that culture if you're a kid do you know what i mean because it's mm -hmm. like you're not like you don't feel like the fish out of water or the odd man out you can point way. to selena you can point yeah, to Madonna. yeah and it's like yeah. or it's cool like there's elements of like or yoga is everywhere or people are drinking chai at starbucks or yeah, whatever those yeah. things are it's like the culture is coming up so in, in england it's interesting yeah, yeah in, in england indian culture is like oh my god it's huge it's like people you know the like they play it and there's like a mix of like Indian, you know, like Indo-British, like that whole culture, like MIA came out of there. You know, mm, there's so yeah. much of that culture and it's integrated. It's very, it's cool. So it's like, it's cool to like have your identity. And I know <laughs> yeah. that sounds such a stupid word. Like it's cool. No, like your, no, your it's, culture uh... is cool, but it makes a difference to how people, you know, whenever anyone comes to mm -hmm. the country and they're the recent immigrants, I think it feels like you're foreign and it takes a while for that to integrate and assimilate into the into the society and into the culture so it's not it, they're weird and they're different so you always get this like or typically you get the rejection of like um you know from a young age of the people you know people are just trying to fit in they're trying yeah. to assimilate and then hopefully later down the line america is pretty inclusive and accepting i like to think like in a general way and, and eventually like it all kind of comes back and you and know? often it, it is the only the kids who actually want to integrate and I, I don't know i can't speak for your parents at all but like I, you know sometimes there is almost the almost an escalation of uh of that and when you if, i would imagine if you come in as an immigrant you feel you feel some racism you feel some some denigration of your culture you know, I, it seems like I see it a lot where people just, they didn't double down on like, no, this is our culture. Like, this is who we are. Yeah, we, that's the other we, way people go. People right. double down. It's like yeah. people either like assimilate or they double down. But then the kids are like, I just want to have friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's know? exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, think that's like, I just, I just want to go to a birthday party. And yeah. then somebody's like, a bathing suit or whatever. <laughs> sleep? Why are you going to sleep? What are you going to do to, can you imagine the concept of a sleepover to like an immigrant? They're like, what are you fucking talking about? What are you, what are you gonna do at that person's house at night? You're nine. Like, it's such a, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like a. But you're gonna build a fort? Yeah. What, What's what are, wrong with what you? Are you what are you talking about? <laughs> like, what? Like, you want to? You, I'm sorry. You want to go to a stranger's house to sleep? Like, all they're thinking is like, yeah. these people are gonna molest them. They're gonna get raped. They're gonna like. With a bunch of other ingested. strangers' kids. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Nothing but mayhem is going on. Like, my, I remember my parents being like, sleepover. Like, why? would you sleep oh why can't you play during the day that's insane you know yeah. what i mean like it's an ins stuff like that it's just there's a there is a there's a divide you yeah know? yeah um yeah the kids just are like i just look man i'm just trying to like i'm just i'm just trying to have some friends <laughs> i'm just i'm like trying to get through algebra two right now yeah that's true like yeah. i think that's very true it's funny so um i guess i guess this is the point we try to segue okay go to yeah, I feel like I've been like. Rrr, rrr, rrr. No, you've been you've been great. I've learned, I've learned so much. People, all of my my regular listeners, all all the the multitudes that are out there, uh, they were the throngs. The throngs. They they'll have heard plenty of me talking about a bunch of shit, just implicating myself. The more I talk, so this has been wonderful. Um, so if you if you had to make your own religion, so just pulling some of the pieces that we've talked about so far, so we've. 
things that we like. We like ritual, right? We kind of like, there's some value ritual. in that. So we like some rituals. We like, obviously we like inclusiveness. We like food, like that type of Definitely thing. Definitely food. Um, I don't know. So I don't know how, what Sikhs are. I don't know what you personally are. So if we were making a religion from scratch, what would our, what would our overall like God structure would be? Would we have like one God? Would there be no God at all? Would there be like a little hierarchy of gods with their own kind of realms? What what strikes your fancy? Mm, this is hard. It is hard. Um, I was gonna say I like the idea of a I like the idea of a choir, but they have to be really good. Like you can't like they have to practice. They, I mean, and not like there need to be auditions. Like only, <laughs> it's not like it's not like anyone can be in the sure, choir. Like yeah. they have to be fuck it. Like they have to be like the Harlem Gospel Choir. They have to be like amazing. Yeah. Um, with like really good soloists. Like I want the music to be really good because I think that's really okay. key to the element of like. I like, I mean, I think the idea of like reverence is nice, but I think the idea of people going into something, if you have to go into a service, I would say like once a month, maybe once every two weeks, mm-hmm. you have a thing and like, let's keep it tight. So once a month, I mean? kick ass music, fun music. And, and like joy. I mean, I want, the, I want people to like walk out feeling inspired, but also like, I want it to feel like a joy, like a celebration. You know? Awesome, yeah. So that's a big thing. It needs to feel like a celebration. There has to be food after that's free. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that Sikhism has the bangle. I think the bangle's cool, and I think that their symbol's cool. Like, yeah. It's just like a cool-looking thing. <laughs> so I think there should be a cool symbol. Some cool symbols, um, yeah. yeah. And I think uh, the idea... I don't know, and, and like the idea of like one god or multi-gods... I like that in... I think there's something really sweet about in Hinduism, this idea that... like the multi-god thing that you can kind of you kind of like can pick yeah. who you like and it's all the same kind of thing it's all about they, yeah, they're yeah. All, it's all it's like it's like the elephant or the you know and then like the elephants for wisdom or Lakshmi's for wealth or whatever they're all connected yeah yeah and yeah. then it's like and the idea is like it's all you know like they're, they're all kind of like the same thing and like a family of yeah yeah, yeah 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 it's so I mean versus like the one god thing you know I think I think they bring the I don't know. I don't know what you would do about the whole God thing. That's the only. That's <laughs> Just the only. That's, put that's it off only, as long as I possible. That, I hope nobody asks. That's the only yeah. hiccup I'm having with my religion. Sure, I'm like, yeah. is it one guy? Is it many guys? Because maybe you get the energy feeling from like, um, you know, from people all believing the same thing. Yeah. Or putting their intention or their gesture towards the same thing. Well, I mean, there's there's know? plenty of religions like Buddhism and Taoism. They don't have a god. You yeah, know, there's yeah, no, yeah. There's no there's no greater deity, deity. involved. Yeah, so yeah. I don't think we have to have one if we don't want one. Hinduism has bells. And bells are fun. You have to like ring the bells when you go in. I like that. Yeah. It's fun. Do we have any kind of, uh, is there any text that we have? Is there any book that we want to reference? I like the idea of, I think, uh, I like the idea of preaching. I like the idea of people being able to go up and, like, talk. Mm-hmm. Um, but, again, they have to be really talented. That'd be good. Like, it can't, I can't just be, like, you can't like, be dry. Like, you have to audition. Whoever, you know? whoever books it has to yeah, have yeah, high yeah, standards. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. just saying, it's like, you can't just, you know. Um, like, it should be the Conan of religion. Like, try, it should be a lot to be able to get on. Yeah, yeah. It's not, yeah. like, we're not, I don't think, I don't think just anybody should be allowed to go up there and, and and talk i mean i don't know i there's there's good stuff in like every book but the but the community service element and like the intention i think we should be big uh and the food and the intention is definitely a huge theme i would say of what we talked about today. Yeah, yeah yeah it's got they've got to have like you know you, you it's like the idea that you yeah. have to be coming from the coming at coming you're, like i think it's what it comes down it's like people are gonna fuck up but it's like it has to be coming from the right place mm-hmm. you know so basically like the opposite of every what everyone's doing in like any shonda rhyme show <laughs> it's, <laughs> yeah it's like how to get away with murder it's like just like add like a knot to right. that you know what i mean like like <laughs> yeah, don't yeah. try to get away with murder it's yeah like the opposite of good television is what it should be cool um what would you what would we call it well that maybe the thing that gets in my head with intention i don't know intentionalism Something like that. I don't oh, know. Like go go really literal. Intentionism. On it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. But do you have any? Usually, the naming is the hardest part. So mm-hmm. anything time, I'm like, oh, something that we can do. We're having trouble with like the naming and the god part, right. which is hilarious. That's hey, those are the, the two biggest sticking points. These are clutch. Yeah, <laughs> the whole point of religion. I mean, if you you can't you can't have a shitty name. Yeah, you got to have a good name. Yeah. I, I, yeah, Scientology as a name is like not great. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, maybe the intentionalism or 
maybe there's some what I would probably do is look back and see if there's like some like Sanskrit word or if there's some like mm-hmm. you know like how like the like ver- whatever that ver- like like Latin veritas means truth maybe sure, there's yeah. something like that that you could take that has like a you know yeah like has meaning whatever our our 24 year old Rebecca has tattooed uh, yeah yeah on yeah. her foot that's a good yes yeah. yeah. That and that's actually going to be the symbol of the religion too, which is basically Rebecca's like, foot. Yeah. yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. Rebecca's foot is the name. There we go. <laughs> there that's we the name go. Of the religion. Um, yeah, there's always a couple of other points we can go over. I think this is pretty good. Okay. I think we got it down good. good. Um, thanks so much for coming on. This is great. Yeah, thanks for having me. This is interesting. I didn't know that your dad was a preacher, and I didn't yeah. know that you liked religion. Well, I have a I have an odd relationship with religion. Don't yeah. always don't always like it, but uh, it's always on my mind. I guess. Yeah, it's. I yeah. think it's it's. A, I mean the. Uh, yeah, it's fascinating. Yeah. There's a just for reference. There's a holy. There's like bookshelves or between bookshelves, and there's like a holy Bible, and also other books that aren't the holy Bible. And the oh, and fish, a fish yeah. album, and some. Oh, and the Bhagavad Gita. Mm-hmm. And uh, are these ch- are these Chinese massage balls? Are these the chime balls? Yeah, see, I don't know. They're, that's a long time ago. I, I just I can't remember where I got this box. It was like at a Google or something. And then for a while, I was doing what was I putting in these? I was putting like some kind of good thoughts, good prayers in there. Or ah, something. just yeah. a bo- it's like a box. It's like a it's yeah. just a box. Oh, cool. With it's my yeah, it's my casual manipulation of, uh, of Chinese. Uh, Never characters. mind, it's yeah. fine. <laughs> Very good. But uh, thanks a lot. I learned a fuck ton. Good, this good. Yeah, yeah, this was really fun. Thank you for having me. Yeah. And that's the show, everybody. Thank you again for 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 bearing with the audio problems on this super professional podcast. Uh, if you like the show, again, iTunes, Stitcher. Leave a review. That'd be cool. Email me at joe at joequint.net. Also would be cool. Follow Kieran. She's a wonderful comedian. And uh, take care, y'all. Happy New Year. Ja Rule. What's a creative podcast network?